0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. And I'm Russell Howell. And welcome to our first official review of 2023. Our long-delayed first official review of 2023. Uh, but Indeed. we are... <laughs> Excuse me. I just, I just i just had to run. Uh, we are here. And we are here to talk about southland tales and again yeah in case you know the commentary you guys might wonder why are we why are we talking about this movie in particular well uh i'll explain right now months ago i was on a stream on what the show uh there there's there's your, there's your plug right there and we uh <laughs> one of the hosts aj uh he asked if i'd ever seen southland tales so i said no uh, he, <laughs> he paid me 20 bucks to watch this movie and i never did it and so, I thought, OK, you know, I got I, I got to pay up. So here we are. And I brought Russell along, who had never who had never seen it.
1: I never even heard of it um, until, you know, you brought it up. And uh, yeah, so we did it. And uh, that, that's the thing. They made a movie. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. So, yeah, before we get into the actual movie, I guess
0: there's actual some, some background on this and we're not going to get into all of it. I forget. So we're going to, you know, give you the gist. Then we're going like, to talk about try to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will get into the actual, you know, making of this film. So this is directed by, by Richard Kelly. He's the guy who did Donnie Darko. This is his second ever feature film. And I'm gonna leave it at that because, again, a lot of a lot of this we need to talk about way after the fact. But uh, yeah, this put him. Let's just say this put him back in uh, Hollywood jail for quite a bit. And watching this, you can see why. Uh, so, yeah, let's just not waste any time. Let's get into it. This is Southland Tales. So, right off the bat, this movie starts off like, just we're like, it's, it's like found footage. We're like, is this Chlorophyll? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, we're in at the 4th of July party in Texas. And
1: then, literally, out of nowhere, a nuclear bomb goes off. Yeah, I mean, because what? I mean, that's the 4th of July. That's the big boom right there, man. Yeah. Uh, so basically, so they, they give you like literally a whole lecture,
0: crash course on the things you need to know going in this movie. So basically what happens is in 2005, nuclear strikes went off in the cities of Abilene and El Paso, Texas. They're wiped off the map. The, the U.S. is sent into World War and, the US sent into World War III. The draft is reopened, and more importantly, the Patriot Act is reinstated to the point where Americans basically have lost the right to privacy. Yeah, like there are computers everywhere. Everything is monitored. The internet is heavily trafficked. Like you have absolutely no privacy in this world.
1: It's like what's going on right now, only to like a, like a steroid level, like a super super steroid level.
0: Yeah. So, uh, uh, the fate. Of, so we're we're in election year. It's, 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 we're in election year. Uh, the fate of the election is going to be decided by one state. That's California. It's the it's the Republican Party who has basically been dominating since the nuclear strikes in 2005. And versus I mean not really a Democrat, but this this other party called the Neo Marxists. <laughs> yeah, just, just I know. This is I know it's a lot, but trust me, just, just, just wait, there's more. The Neo Marxists. Now, uh one of the pillars of the Republican Party is this actor, Boxer Santeros, uh, played by Dwayne Johnson. Uh who actually, funny enough, this is actually the very first time he was credited as just Dwayne Johnson. He didn't have the rock moniker in this movie.
1: No. Um, and boy, oof, boy th- th- like we were talking about in the commentary, just so different to see where the rock has gone from like the beginning of this film, obviously to like, obviously, you know what I mean? Uh, later on down the road with his career. But um, I just think it's funny that the election is hindering upon California, which yeah. is never, obviously never a swing state. Um, usually no. it's, not, it, it's your PA, your Ohio, your Florida, your Michigan. <laughs> um, I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, this, this more definitely is, yeah, Florida it's definitely so far fetched though.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. The, uh, box who is like, has a big tie to the Republican party has gone missing. Yes. Uh, he he goes missing at the border, which we forgot to mention. We forgot to mention, like one of the things you need is uh, you, one of the things to do, like you need like a visa to go in between states now. Yeah. So yeah, uh, he is found at the border of California and Nevada, and he has amnesia. And there's also this dead body that's found along with them. And again, we'll we'll get more into that later. I, I, but yeah, that's. Basically, the gist of it. So yeah, Box Centeros is now uh, he, he's He's amnesia. He's being, and he's not being used by the neo-marxists in order to take down the Republican Party, along with some other people who we'll get into in just a second. Again, that's basically the gist of what they they, they unload all that information on you. We spent on what like five minutes. We spent like five minutes on that.
1: I was gonna say yeah, the first five or the 10 movie minutes. Movie takes so. the exact same amount of time yeah. to throw all that shit at you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's definitely like warp speed that all that stuff's coming flying at you. Um, so you you know watching the movie, you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, and uh, yeah, J- and uh, JT uh, JT is uh you know trying his best to
0: to sell us on the you know get us all up to speed. But the whole time we're watching, we're just like, damn, I feel like, I feel like I need
1: to be taking notes. It's like it's going to be on the test. What's what's going on? But it was funny because like when we were watching the um, we just hear the voice. I'm like, well, it sounds like Justin Timberlake. And sure should it's it's Justin Timberlake so so crazy again another another actor uh, you know uh, whose career obviously has taken off since then but it's just crazy to see the like the beginning how how rough it was you know yeah exactly uh,
0: so yeah uh, we get introduced to one of the big epicenters of this uh, U.S. ident uh, which is run by I think it's I think it's the vice president or no sorry he he was the vice president he's running for president right now it's Frost. Yeah. Uh, played by the dad, <laughs> the dad from Donnie Darko. Yep. And uh, I think his, I think his, his uh, wife is Miranda Richardson. Uh. Oh yeah. We're also introduced to this new concept called Fluid Karma, uh, which is developed by this company run by Wall. Oh, what, 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 uh, what was the name of this, What was the name of the company? True oh. true Corporation. True. Yeah. Uh, run by Wallace Shawn. Yeah and the whole concept is like the sh- these ships like run on so he uses waves to kind of create this new energy source that's like projected as like an energy field and all these vehicles run on this energy for it's like a whole metaphor for alternative fuel but it's yeah. just like how
1: the how, how did you how did you do this yeah, it'd be like it'd be like vehicles running on like Wi-Fi, on Wi-Fi. or some shit. Yeah. it's like I mean he
0: uh, has ships that run on Wi-Fi. Like it's like okay, sure.
1: Yeah, we'll go with it.
0: Yeah, uh, Also, also on the on also on the uh, panel for the Trio Corporation, you have Zelda Rubenstein from fucking poltergeist and Curtis oh, nice. Armstrong from lots of stuff. And I can't remember, I can't remember the I can't remember the actress's name, but she was also in Donnie Darko's the, <laughs> the I say that you're coming to Sparkle Motion woman. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't know the name. Yeah, I've heard her name, but she's she really really talented actress. Uh we then mean another one of our main characters, Kristen now, uh played by Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh as she talks to a uh, friend of Boxer Santeros, played by Will Sasso, who's again his his name's also escaping me. Uh, yeah like like for, really enough as, as, like Maribel's a lot of these characters names are i don't remember this dude
1: uh i do know that sarah michelle Gellar looks fantastic in this film she looks fantastic now like, she, she, aged, she, uh, she she does days, but i mean well. I, but i'm just saying like uh, like uh, minus like a you know 15 years 15 20 years ago ish uh looks fantastic she still has aged very well she has uh Fortunio balducci
0: how, how did I forget that yeah Fortunio balducci played by will Sasso uh So the first thing you notice in this movie is that uh, like all respect to a lot like a lot of people are very talented. The acting in this kind of sucks. Oh,
1: it's just awful it's like um
0: but I don't bl- I don't blame them for it. I blame that more on the fact that I don't think Richard Kelly like quite grasps grasps on how to di- quite has a grasp on how to direct actors.
1: No, I mean, I think you know the writing is just very, very—it's muddled. Um,
0: it's I, that, I also think like they're just directed to like not act particularly well. Like, I again, mean, like, I, 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 I love Donnie Darko. Like, it's not the most well acted film. Like, yeah. like the thing I love about Donnie Darko isn't isn't the acting. It's like the you know, the the writing, which I think where his strengths really lie as a writer, not so much as a director. But yeah, like a lot of these like actors just, like, just don't come across as convincing, which is odd because like I know a lot of them are very, very talented.
1: Oh, yeah. Like what like we talked about. I mean, like look at what they've done, even, you know, just even just using The Rock and, and, and Justin uh, to see what they've right. done. You know what I mean? Catapulted their careers later oh, on. Like, we, we, we,
0: we lauded Justin Timberlake's performance in a social network.
1: It's fantastic. And then, yeah, check, you know, another cheap plug. Check out the review on uh, Notorious By Chance on that one.
0: And also, just a quick, uh, quick question: Is this the first Dwayne Johnson movie we've ever done? It is. I, wait, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this has to be the first rock star movie we ever, we ever done. Yeah. I, yeah oh my I, god, it, it we're it, starting with Southland Tales.
1: Yeah, we, yeah. Believe it or not, we have not. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I, 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 nothing's jumping out at me right now. I, I, I don't no. think we, we have. Let me just, let me just take a look at this. I'm pretty sure we have not. Um, even if you know, because we only did the first Fast and the Furious, so yeah, um, like we haven't
0: done any, any of the sequels. So we, no, we haven't done any of Jumanjis. We didn't do Red Notice. We didn't didn't do Baywatch. Haven't done San Andreas. Haven't done Hercules. I've done. No, yeah, this, uh, this has to be the this has to be the first Dwayne Johnson we've ever done.
1: No skyscraper. No snitch. Uh, no Planet Fifty
0: One. <laughs> no Doom. No uh, rundown.
1: Yeah! Wow! Yeah, I, what, which is what crazy. A way, what a way to start! Yeah, I mean, it only gets better from here, kind of.
0: Well, oh, in some regards, in other yeah. regards, yeah, not so much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, so we also yeah, Krista now she's a former porn star who was basically expanded into her own brand. She has an energy drink. She has a reality show. Uh, she's partnering with boxer Santeros on a movie script. Uh, because you know they are currently they are currently dating, which uh, is kind of a detriment to the, Repub- the Republican Party. But you know, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, we also we also then meet some members of the neo Marxist party, played by some fucking wild people. Uh, first of all, we have I guess, I guess kind of the main the main neo Marxist, uh, which is trying to trying to find the name here. Uh, Zora Car- Zora Carmichael's played by Sherry O'Derry.
1: Yeah, because, you know, go from Spartan cheerleader to, yeah, neo-Marxist. Why not? Speaking of,
0: speaking of SNL alums, we also have Amy Poehler and Wood Harris playing a couple of singers. And we also have our other main character of the film. Oh, first of all, Christopher Lambert in this movie. Sorry, Lambert in yeah. this movie.
1: Yep. Old, playing uh, a Mr. dude
0: driving an ice cream truck. Mr. Raiden himself. Raiden himself. Raiden himself. <laughs> Uh, fucking Connor Mc. I love how went to Raiden and not fucking Highlander.
1: <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. C- Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod, Raiden from Mortal Kombat and <laughs> from yep. other things probably. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Uh, but yeah. So uh, we also yeah we also have our other main character. Uh, think it's Roland. Yeah, Roland, Roland Taverner played by sean william scott and also his unconscious brother ronald tavener also played by sean william scott uh so basically what's going on here is again this is a very oh we've got to mention we're starting with part... we're starting with part four as most stories do again there's and believe it or not there is a reason for that and we will i will get into it after the review because i didn't, actually didn't... uh can you can hear me yeah i can hear you okay yeah yeah the re- the reason for this is we will get into it after after everything
1: oh yes uh
0: so basically what so what happened is boxer santeros and krista now wrote this screenplay called power well basically chris well krista now wrote it boxer tarot basically attached his name to it because he's convinced that he co-wrote it with her and they're trying to develop it together he is trying to get into the head of the char- a character who is an lapd cop by bringing in roland taverner sorry ronald taverner roland ronald one of the taverners uh So Sean William Scott is basically told, like, hey, you're going to go impersonate your unconscious brother because because your unconscious brother is part of this whole big conspiracy. And he's a racist cop, and we're trying to expose it. So the whole plan is they're going to send Boxer Santeros on this fake mission, you know, fake ride-along. And they're going to send him on this fake ride-along and have uh, him shoot video evidence of him doing some illegal shit. That's basically that that's basically what's what's going on here. And again there's there's more with the whole script and foreshadowing the end of the world, but again, we will get into it because like this this is this is, a, this is a very this might be the hardest movie we've ever had to explain. So yeah, they go on this ride along, they get video they get video evidence of Ro, of Roland being racist, kinda.
1: Yeah, uh, um, Almost like uh, if it were done today, like somebody just recording.
0: Yeah, the thing is, it's like, yeah. you gotta be a racist. You gotta be a racist cop. It's just like, well, just, yeah. just,
1: just be a cop. It's easy. Yeah, yeah I mean, just no problem. Be a, be a cop today, and you're good. Be a cop. Be, be Just think of what a cop would say today. Just do that. You're
0: good. Cut, cut and paste. Cut and paste. <laughs> uh, so everything's going. On. Oh yeah, we all forget. We all forgot to mention. Uh, because yeah, because Box and Teres has amnesia. They use that. The Neo kind of also use that to get photos of him and Kristen now, and they plan on leaking that in or in case the Republicans don't give them what they want. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's all that's also a thing because yeah, that videotape is actually a, a big part of it. Uh. So yeah, there's this other guy who I don't I don't I forgot his name. Uh, but he works for us IDEM, but he's also secretly a neo-marxist but they know that so they bug him and they, they are able to find out where this hideout is which is strange because if you can surveil everything why did you need a mole to begin with you would just already just know like you would already just know where they are like again like you, again people have no privacy in this world like why would you why would you need a why would you need to bug him
1: yeah sir you you have I'm sure Cell phones and everything, like you, you would have all that, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, Ronald gets away. Yeah, Ronald, Ronald is the one, the unconscious one. He gets away. Eli Roth gets shot on the toilet. There's no reason for it. It's just, it just happens, and I missed it because, yeah, yeah, uh, it, like it just, just happens. Uh, but everything's going according to plan, with uh, everything's going according to plan so far, uh, however. Uh, things take a bit of a strange turn when Santeros arrives at this this bookstore, where he finds out that uh, the screenplay they've written, or he's written, might actually contain some real secrets as, you know, some real accurate information as to how the world ends. And I will say, this movie is kind of worth it, just to see Zelda Rubenstein (laughs) just, like, give The Rock a slap on the wrist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just because it is Zelda Rubenstein. I don't know, just the visual stuff is it's kind of funny. Yeah, you never would have ever thought that those two would ever ever cross paths on a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, they
0: pull up to the house where this crime is, is supposed to be staged, uh, but there's a wrinkle that shows up. Another officer shows up, played by John Lovitz. bleached hair, John Lovitz.
1: Gotta love it. <clears throat> He's losing his
0: mind, and I'm
1: reaping the benefits. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh as he sh- he shows up as an, as a real police officer, sees the disturbance, and then he they uh he shoots the two people like for real. Like Annie Pollard and Wood
1: Harris are now dead. And yeah, it was supposed to be scripted obviously for them not to get hurt, but they totally yeah, Lovis absolutely kills them. And yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah,
0: it gets it gets put on it gets put on video evidence. And this is where we get like one of like the like, one of the rock's weirdest mannerisms in this movie. He has like this little like hand twitch.
1: Now we should have like a poll for Twitches. Would it would it be The Rock in this movie, or how about Nicholas Cage and Matchstick Men?
0: Oh, that's a that's a good one. Uh, I would lean Nick Cage and Matchstick Men.
1: Just saying, like that's the first thing when I think of ticks and movies. I always think uh Nicholas Cage and Matchstick Men.
0: Mm, that's, that's 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 fair.
1: Then you could do like Bill Murray, and what about Bob? <laughs> I, I guess with like always like you know what I mean with we always did, We like, need to
0: do that on the show. Like we need to rank movie twitches.
1: We, I mean, I don't. Could, could anybody have ever done that before? I mean, it might not even been done yet. Maybe. Was, well, was, let's was he the originator. Okay, yeah. I mean, let's do it. Let's let's navigate that avenue. I'm down. We will we, we'll go and find all twitches <laughs> of movie history. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody's already had them laid out for us.
0: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so somebody calls somebody from U.S. I calls the rock and said, and uh, sorry, calls Boxer Santaros." That name's somehow more ridiculous than just calling him the rock.
1: Uh, it, it flows better with the rock.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best call him Boxer Santaros because he is he is Boxer. He's not the rock. He's Dwayne Johnson and Dwayne Johnson playing Boxer Santeros. So, some, so someone from U.S. I calls Boxer Santeros and says like, hey, you know, everything you like confirmed like, hey, yeah, yo, everything you said in your script is right is happening. But and you know, we can't talk now because you know being monitored sometimes not always but we're being monitored
1: boxer santero's would be an xfl player name
0: yeah what well, uh, ironic now there you go uh, <laughs> so yeah uh playing seemingly goes off without a hitch but uh roll uh, rollin gets drugged like his brother uh, and then the other guy who's setting up the script thing gets <laughs> in like the most random sequence gets hit
1: by a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's so random. I think it, it scared us when we were watching a commentary. We were, yeah, it, 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 it's because it's come out of nowhere. So, yeah, it's completely out of left field. When you say something's left out of left field, this one is completely out of left field. There's another scene that's
0: at like, like way more out of left field that happens later, mm-hmm. which we will talk about because it is just like absurd. And I might post our reaction to just just that just that particular scene
1: uh, from the commentary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was priceless.
0: It was priceless. Uh, anyway, he, he gets uh, Yeah. So one of the associates gets, gets hit and killed by a car. Fox and is picked up by the Republicans to go to this, you know, this meeting. And I'll be honest, like not a lot happens at this meeting. We kind of just like get some confirmation that these people are still evil.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much what you already know before going into it. So we also like, found yeah. out that
0: she is really married to the vice president's daughter, played by Mandy
1: Moore, who I just – I don't recognize, blonde. It's really weird. Um, Yeah, and it's completely crazy because, like, it's so weird because, like, she's, like, out of the limelight by this time, I think, in her career. Oh, no, she's, she's, no, she's not out of the limelight. She's, like, she wasn't even in it. She I was in it, I would a- argue. Briefly, I would say like, I would say like 2000, 99, 2000s ish during a pop surge. I would, I would put her in there with like a walk to remember. I forgot, like she was, she got famous as a singer first. Yeah. Yeah. Her first song was Can- candy. I'm missing you like candy. Yeah. That, yeah. I,
0: I, I forgot. She like got really big as a singer before becoming, cause I would think of Manny more as an actress.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I, I just remember the first two like she did Watch and Remember and then How to Deal, that, those were her headlining. And what she did Chasing Liberty, too. Did, um, uh, no, K- Chasing Liberty was, uh, or was Chasing Liberty K- or something? that was Katie Holmes? I think, I think that was Chasing Liberty. No, just, no, no,
0: no, I'm sorry, no, first daughter was Katie Holmes, she was Chasing Liberty.
1: Okay, I was, yeah, those movies almost like the same type of they're, they're basically the same movie, like What a Girl Wants, and it's just, it's just pretty much like, uh, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, was she, much was she because I said so. Because I said so. Um, well, the, I, I I believe so. With uh, Diane Keaton. Keaton? Yeah, I believe she was in that as well. And then uh, License to Wed, which is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, Mandy Moore. Like her filmography is not that great. No, like I would I would say she came out guns blazing. I enjoyed Shane West and her and uh, Walk to Remember. Uh, LXG's own Shane West, of course. Uh, okay, of
0: course, she's LXG's, LXG's own. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Sean Connery's last was that Sean Connery. No, it, wasn't it was his last- movie. well okay that it was, was the last, his last like movie. live
0: action. He did like his one like Sir Billy, like this one like random it. animated movie. But that that is a- everyone like widely regards L X G as his last movie. We can talk about L X G at some point because my
1: god, that fucking man, movie, dude! I remember sitting in the theater and this was well, wow, that was like ninety, wasn't that like oh oh three oh three. Like, Wow! So this was like nineteen-year-old, twenty-year-old Rusco. He
0: he, he he turned down fucking Lord of the Rings to do that movie.
1: What well, could have been?
0: I mean, Sean. I mean, look, I love Ian McKellen, but Sean Connery is Gandalf—that—that
1: be that would have been hilarious. But he's always going to be James Bond, so you always got that going. Um, sure. You know, McKellen has Gandalf and uh, Magneto, so I mean, it doesn't really, doesn't really need it. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me. See. I'm trying to think. Are we, are we in part? Are we in part five right now? I think. I think we're. I think we're in part
1: five at this point. Yeah, we do the Star Wars. Um, in this one, we just started at part four, I believe, right? We just started part four. And again, yeah. I, I will explain why we're doing this.
0: Uh. So yeah. Uh. Uh. We also do get some more scenes with uh pilot Abilene, played by Justin Timberlake.
1: Oh man! Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, we also get some more insight on this drug called on fluid karma which in addition to being this whole energy source is also it's also being used like as a drug it turns out like again I will explain a lot more of this later uh, but there are different strands the main one used in this movie is the red one and then we get the yeah. most random sequence. well again one of the most random sequences this this, is, this isn't the most random but it's up there. Ah, uh, the most random sequence, uh, which is where Justin Timberlake has uh, who can sing, who can sing. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, he has this whole like music, lip sync, dance, sequ- uh song sequence set to. It's a killer song. I think it's all the things that I've done. I think it's. I think is the name of the song. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure that's.
1: I, it. I, I'm pretty sure that's it. Like I'm positive this name of the song. Yeah, and it's a really good killer song too.
0: Yeah. Now, here's the funny thing, and this this I will explain that it is, it is all all these things that I've done. Yeah, all these things, like, things I've done, I yeah. will, And here's the funny thing that I need to explain about this one. So, Justin Timberlake sequence, and again, I'll get into the night the nightmare filming schedule, and we get into later. Timberlake shot all his scenes in the span of one day,
1: which you can obviously you can obviously tell, and I mean well, it, it's not he, a surprise. he's never around anybody else. No, he's completely by himself. Like he's he's just narrating and, and just you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he shot all his scenes in the span of about a day. And, and the funny thing about this this whole music sequence is he shot this sequence before they even had the rights to the song.
1: Oh, did not know that. That's completely crazy though.
0: Yeah. When even the studio was just like, what dude, what the what the fuck are you doing?
1: It's like, dude, we so can't like, do that
0: yet. Yeah, so, like, yeah, if he didn't get the right to the song, this whole sequence would have been fucked. Yeah luckily,
1: or he,
0: yeah. luckily, the killers saw it, and they agreed to license it for a fee that the film could actually afford, because, you know, this film didn't, co- this film didn't cost a ton, and you can tell in a lot of places, and we'll get to that in a second.
1: Yeah, and I think the killers were just up and coming, too. Yeah,
0: they were. Uh. We got. We, we might have pa- we might have passed at this point, but you know we we, we do need to talk about the scene where two cars have sex. Yeah, two cars have sex in this movie.
1: Yeah, I um I would love to see our reactions if we could just post a picture of just uh, us in shock. Would yeah, be, right. Uh, would be a appropriate. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. Literally,
0: just like of, of the mo- of the random things in this movie, and there are a lot of random things that happen in this movie. There's literally an entire sequence where two cars like visibly have
1: sex. <laughs> just for no think, reason, you just have to watch it. You just have to witness it. Yeah, it's just it's
0: one of the it, one of the most insane things we've witnessed watching a movie for
1: this for this show. And, and you, it's maybe the craziest thing we've seen. Oh, absolutely, H- hands down, absolutely. It's not even close. Um, th- you did know that this was our longest commentary, I believe, right? It was. Yeah, by just a couple minutes. Not nothing crazy. By like ten. Fifteen minutes ish, so around there, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we
0: now get into the final part, and this is part. This is part six. The Return uh, of the
1: Jedi of this movie.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> so this takes place on the day before the world is supposed to end. So, uh, oh yeah. By the way, this whole, this, whole movie, this whole movie is about how the world ends. In case we, 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 we forgot to mention it.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, so Krista Carlisle goes to see the neo marxist played by Sherry O'Terry. She grabs the tape, thinking that it's a. That it's about her and Boxer, but it's really the the tape of uh, those two uh, Wood Harris and Amy Poehler getting shot and killed. Yeah. So she takes it. There's a whole chase sequence on the beach. Meanwhile, uh, Boxer is ambushed by the crazy U.S. ident lady who becomes obsessed with his script. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she fucking she holds a gun to her to just like take her pants off or I'll pull the trigger.
1: Oh yeah, that's um. When have you ever been? You know. You have that proposition. What do you do? I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, is... The thing is, the thing is,
0: she's not pointing. The, she's not pointing the gun at him. That's the funny thing. She's not pointing the gun. She's pointing at herself. And just like, no, I, I don't lose in this situation. She's <laughs> ready. Ahead. She's ready to end her life over this. But
1: yeah, go for <laughs> she's, it.
0: She's ready to go. She's ready. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, there's a whole chase sequence that takes place between Sherry, or Terry, John Lovitz, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Which just saying that sentence out loud makes me realize how fucking ridiculous this all is. It's a scene where Sherry terry has like a fight seek a fight scene with a pool cue.
1: Yeah. Not uh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh
0: Chris and now hide the tape. Uh she she, she hide she hides the tape. She goes she and her other porn star friends go away. Meanwhile, Bach Terras is kidnapped again by the Neo Marxist this time he's kidnapped by Will Sasso. And uh, he's basically. T- oh yeah, we forgot to mention the U.S. identity basically says he needs to go to this like Mega Zeppelin, which is like this big. It's kind of like this like you know big helicarrier type thing that's supposed to be like this like thing think like a, like a cruise ship in the air. That's basically, yeah. what
1: this is. Yeah, it's Carnival in the air.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Centaurus is uh, he's kidnapped. He's sent there, which I don't know why he had to kidnap him. I'm pretty sure he was going there
1: anyway. Yeah, and you're kidnapping the Rock. I'm pretty like now that would never happen. Yeah. Oh well, well now, well now, no, now yes. that would never happen because the Rock yes. would never allow it. Well, that and the fact that he's just ginormous now. Yeah, but also he would never allow it. Oh no, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> oh man, I, man this movie is so weird the, that the Rock would never would never allow.
1: Uh, yeah, by being released, I think would be the first one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Uh. But yeah. Uh, another
0: thing you know. Another thing you know. The special effects of this movie are fucking awful. Yeah, there. Um. You can tell that this
1: movie was made
0: cheap. Uh, yeah. And but there is a reason for that. And again, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Okay, I'm going to like break this whole thing down later later because there actually is a lot to get into with this. So yeah. Uh. Santeros gets aboard the zeppelin. Uh. He. You know, we we go around the party. There's Republicans, neo Marxists. Uh. Trier Trier Corp. And this is where Box and Terrors kind of gets it's where we and the audience uh are about to get some answers. Uh, to, uh we also need to set up that at the same time this is going on, uh Roland meets this guy, Marty, who he's, he's a guy he was just drafted into the army. And in this future, when you're drafted in the army, you have to go. There's no you can't just run away to Canada, you, you have to go, there's no way out of it. Yeah. Uh so yeah he he he's drafted and you know he he's rolling goes to him for help he's gonna kill himself she's like you know what no don't do that come help me out we can we can get this shit uh and he's looking for his brother. Uh so yeah, back to the back to the mega Zeppelin for a second. This is where we get the big answer. So again, hold still. We meet this uh army colonel, I think it's a colonel, general, major, something. Uh, we,
1: we're meant somebody with a title. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that, that, go ahead put it: somebody with a title. There you have it. Somebody who can make shit An authoritarian figure.
0: <laughs> you know, what are you going to call it that? Someone with a title. Yep, there you have it. Played by Kevin Smith, who is unrecognizable
1: in this movie. But I mean, if I mean for cinephiles alike, I mean we we kind of picked up on it and we were like, wow, like it's so it's so crazy, it's so cool. But yeah, yeah. So we find out that by so okay, uh,
0: in order to get fluid karma, you need to dig into the Earth's mantle, and by digging in the Earth's mantle, every day the Earth's rotation is slowing. I think in the, in the movie they say it's like point zero 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 six. Miles per hour every day, <laughs> but yeah. it's slowing down sequen- sequentially. uh This again, walk with us, people. This causes a rift in the space time continuum. Yeah. And if someone were to go through that rift, they were to go back, they were going to go back in time. They would go back in time. That's what happened to Box Santeros in the desert. That's why he was there. That's why he has the no memory. Because he, he didn't like out somewhere. No, he went to the rift and he went back in time. The dead body that we mentioned earlier that was found in the desert was the box and from, I think it was from the future.
1: Yeah. And that, that's like the first 10 minutes of the film that we're kind of thrown into that that scene. So when you see the rock waking up on the on the beach, that's, that's you know what I mean? We're, that's how we're we got there.
0: Yeah, so he's yeah, so he comes face to face with his with his dead self and this uh, whole time he's still doing the fucking finger thing. Jeez.
1: What other ticks are there, man? Oh yeah, <laughs> there's, one gotta it. there's gotta be more we, we can't think of. Oh uh, there's there's a couple I remember with movies though. I then they're, they're escaping me that member bothered the hell oh, out of me. No, you remember the predator Thomas Jane? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I, I yeah. do. So yeah, so yeah, so uh he he went, th- he went back in time, and he, they say he killed himself, although he doesn't believe it because, in, in his own words, he's a pimp, and pimps don't commit suicide. Only problem is there is now a – there was also somebody else who went through the rift. Uh, Roland. So, yeah, yeah. plot twist. Roland and Ronald are not brothers. They're the same person from different points in time. And the thing is, they can't meet, they can't touch, or else some really bad shit is gonna happen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's the whole gist of that
1: go. That's the whole gist of that going on. Uh, I got some ticks, by the way. I do. <laughs> you ready? Uh, I do. I, I do. I do. Yeah. The one that we completely forgot. What about Heath Ledger to the Joker with the, when he licks his lips? Oh shit! That's a good one. Uh, let's see what else we. Did, got. You, look, did you look up movie ticks? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what we got. Oh, how about it? Fifty Shades of Grey? Come on now. Oh look, shit! What, what does she do? Lip, what does Anastasia do? The lip biting. Yep. The lip biting. <laughs> you don't know? Name the movie. I'll think if I can name the tick. All right. Let me see here. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me get. Let, I'm going to do like a movie that we should probably know. Yeah. Okay, so what movie does a character? Uh... Well, no, name name the movie. I'll I'll name the tick. Oh, okay. How about *Labyrinth*? *Labyrinth*.
0: Oh, is is it is it Bowie's? Like, is it Bowie in the ball? Yep. Good okay, that's a good one. That's a good one.
1: How about this one? Seymour Crowborne in oh. *Little Shop of Horrors*. What was his? Th- I fuck. I I love this movie too. What the fuck was his tick? You can also check that review out on the channel. Yeah, check it out. Uh, <laughs> watch while Chance is thinking about this. What? Fuck? What, 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 what? What? Yeah. Go, go ahead. What What is yeah. it? Memory puts his hands over where his ears are, while overwhelmed. Yep, that's right. All right. Let's see what else we got here. <laughs> okay. Oh, what else we got? Okay, Ocean's Eleven movies. Oh, eat, Brad Pitt eating. Yeah. That wasn't easy. Okay, how about? I mean, you, you could
0: put any movies Brad Pitt eating.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. How about Prisoners, Detective Loki? You can also check Prisoners out mm. on our podcast. Oh, God damn it. I know. This is good stuff, man. This is a good one. What is, what is it? He always blinks very slowly and deliberately. <laughs> he does. I never noticed that, but you're, you're right. He does. All right, how about Secret Window? Mort Rainey's character. Oh shit! I haven't seen Secret Window in so long. You, you remember? You'll remember when you hear it because I, I, I know. N- I know. Now, I, now, I just as soon as I read, I was like, "Oh yeah, son of a bitch, that was one of them." Yeah, but what is it? Remember, he opens his mouth and clicks his jaw. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay,
0: uh, we, 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 we got we got we got to finish we got to finish the movie though. All right. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll come we'll come back to this later. We Go, have we'll, to come back to this. We we'll we'll have to come back to that. But yeah, uh, so. Uh, box then realizes that, yeah, shit's going bad. Everyone in Zeppelin, everyone in Zeppelin is fucked, and yeah, for good reason. Meanwhile, everything on the ground is fucked. Like, there's like war breaking out, shoots, shot, shots are going on, people getting shot, including uh, the other Roland who gets shot in the face and manages to live.
1: Yes, this would be a poorly executed, you can check this review out as well, heat scene there. <laughs> I yeah. Can't, he, the the heat sequence
0: there no oh, yeah you're, you're, you're kind of right uh so yeah the the, the two roland's join hands and this is where you know shit really starts to get kind of starts to go sideways for everybody else there's this whole dance sequence going on on the blimp between sarah <laughs> michelle Gellar and her four porn friends and you know what for, for, i will say i will give this movie one credit the soundtrack is pretty sweet
1: it is. And we could also say that that um, that staging dancing could be also would be really entertaining if it was the Austin Powers fembots.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I would agree. Yeah. OK. Yeah, everything everything is getting rated. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the power of the two Rollins joining hands is lifting the ice cream truck. So Marty the guy who was uh, drafted but doesn't want to go to the army uh, uh, can get a clear shot with a bazooka at at the mega Zeppelin so he does it the mega Zeppelin's destroyed uh, he fulfilled his purpose and Abilene Cooper says this is like this is how the world ends not with a bang with a handshake and I know it was Roland because he's my best friend despite the fact that they shared no screen time <laughs> Yeah, they were literally never on screen together in this movie.
1: Can can we? What they should have done maybe it was almost done like a creation of Adam, touch. Yeah. Well, the, I, I I'll, I'll
0: get that. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, because I mean, drop the line again. Pimps don't commit suicide, and then the movie ends. Sure. Sure. So
1: yeah, what the hell happens? in this what movie.
0: get to our final thoughts? Oof. No, you, you, you have something to say, Russell?
1: I, was, I wanted just to tell everybody else, what the hell have we watched for the last two hours and 20 plus minutes? Yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Russell.
0: Because I, because, look, I've seen this movie now two and a half times. Because I'm like, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around what the hell just happened. So I had to go back and watch it again. Did some research. And it, I think it it almost makes sense oh when you boy. look into it. Okay, and he, okay. Just look, as strange this movie is, the movie is strange. The create the background of it, the the, the the method of how we got here, is maybe even stranger. Yeah. So, like I said, this was conceived by Richard Kelly after Donnie Darko. Uh, well, he wanted to do another movie, but that that movie eventually eventually became Knowing. Actually, uh, oh, with, with uh, Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah, he developed the story for that. He didn't, he didn't he didn't end up making the movie, but he did. So okay, just background real quick. So Richard Kelly, he did Donnie Darko, uh, didn't do well on release because didn't do, didn't go in a lot of theaters and like a lot of general audiences didn't really jive with it. And knowing the movie, I understand why. So yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, that that didn't go. So uh, he had a hard time getting his next film. But as he was trying to develop, you know, his next film. Donnie Darko, like, exploded on VHS. So he got another, ch- like, Universal came up with, like, hey, mm-hmm. yo, we'll give you another chance. Let's just, let you know, you, what, what you, do you have? Like, What okay, you I got? got? This for, I, got this, I got this other idea from a movie called Southland Tales. It's like, okay, let's do it. Uh, this was originally supposed to be, like, a smaller scale comedy, like, among, among the, among the, uh, <laughs> among the lines of, like, Robert Altman. About, yeah. about like, four people who, like, try and scam a uh, famous action star but uh what happened was uh, after 9/11 he got cuz yeah you know, that that all that, that's always a good yeah uh, you know, it's always a good, a good uh, thing to affect your movies oh, after
1: that, 9/11 that changed a ton of movies
0: yeah yeah after, after 9/11 his perspective kind of changed and so it became a commentary on well a lot of stuff now <laughs> like we said earlier this starts with part 4 and goes through six. The reason is this was originally conceived as a big multimedia experience in which it would have. This movie is dense and, and, and complicated and confusing. It was supposed to be more so because it was supposed to originally be a nine part series in which the first not the first six would have been told in graphic novels. OK. And then the last three would have been the movie. So. Okay. Yeah, but in this case, he, he condensed it. So the thir- so the first three parts are graphic novel prequels that came out. Actually, they didn't come before the movie. They came out after after the movie. Okay. So yeah, they came out after the movie. But yeah, the whole the parts one through three are graphic novels, and those will tie into the movie. That's, that's why movies four, parts four, five, and six.
1: So it's like a supplemental, obviously, like a supplemental piece to the pre like to to set it up for exactly okay here's the problem though there are incredibly vital pieces of information that you get
0: in those graphic novels that the movie never explains
1: oh okay great
0: like for example like, everything with abilene cooper like we find out that abilene that pilot abilene like he was this like big hot hollywood star who was recruited by the government to go into the army which yeah. is where he meets roland taverner and actually like, like the scar he has on his face, Roland's the one that gave that to him. Huh. Because they were part of this army experiment.
1: They're part okay. of this army
0: experiment with fluid karma. And there's this whole comp this whole combat thing in which Roland threw a grenade that blew up in Abilene's face.
1: Okay.
0: And like as far as Roland knows, Abilene died at, at okay. that point. So like he 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 thinks he thinks Abilene is dead.
1: Okay.
0: okay. It's never explained in the movie. Uh we get the whole meet we get the whole meeting of uh, Krista and Box Danteros in the graphic novel. They met us at a strip club where she strikes like Star Revolution. Again, that's all explained in the graphic novels. We also get some more insight on fluid karma. Now, fluid karma comes in various strands. You can say, they say in the movie it's like blue, two I feel like new, like mellow yellow, agent orange, something green. I forgot what that one. The one they deal with is red. Uh, they deal with red a lot in this movie. So red actually, uh, Again, like, like red is called red because you bleed into the past. Like you can see past events. If you take it enough, you can see into the future.
1: Okay.
0: And I think they explain in the graphic novels is like during the military experiments, like they use they use flu, red fluid karma to try and keep soldiers at bay. What they didn't realize though is that anybody who's under the influence of red, of red fluid karma has like to te- <laughs> have telepathy.
1: Okay.
0: And oh. so. <laughs> Like they can communicate with each other. They didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, there's all that too. Uh so yeah, like all like there's this whole like really dense backstory that's explained in all these graphic novels that actually do make the movie make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Only problem is we had you had to read those graphic novels, and I th- I don't think you should be had to do homework to do to make a movie.
1: Now this sounds like something that PJ would have invested in. I've, I wonder if he had the Southland Tales graphic novel. <laughs> I'm, I, for him. I'm just calling. I'm just calling it because of the fact it just seems like PJ to have that because you you obviously has the movie. So to me, I'm thinking he he would ha- he would have. I don't know. Just it just seems like something PJ would have done. I'm I'm, I'm texting him right now. If, <laughs> if he has the if he has the graphic novels, bro. I'm telling you. Because when you said that, I'm thinking I'm like, oh, he probably got him yeah. from he probably knew about him from PJ. So anyways uh so, yeah so, so anyways uh
0: the release of this film was actually kind of hilarious because he had here so yeah filming was done in like 29 days a seven, the, the budget of this was 17 million dollars which
1: is still way less than what he wanted but it's amazing how what would he uh orchestrate with a cast though yeah exactly if you think about it he
0: wanted and by the way with, with the cast like he like a lot of the castings didn't like, work like very deliberate. Like he cast a lot of these people because he wanted to. He wanted to fill his cast with actors who were like very unfairly pigeonholed. Like he wanted to like have people play against type,
1: against uh, stereotypical like what they would have been cast for. Exactly. That's yeah, why yeah, he that see, makes like, sense. so
0: many like weird actors. Uh, in, like, that that makes details. sense.
1: Yeah, it does make <laughs> sense. Sherry O'Terry being like a bit like you yeah. never, never that. Yeah.
0: Uh, up updates. Uh, he does not have the Saffland Tales. Damn it!
1: Ah, oh, that'd have been great, man. I thought I thought, I thought he would have, but yeah. Anyways. As he as he cues Amazon uh, cart right now with him.
0: <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, see, so yeah, back back to the movie. So, yeah, he like, they wrap shooting twenty nine in twenty like twenty nine ish days.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, he was working on it. He sent like came on the screen. It can. The reason it did is because he sent a very, very rough cut to the judge, to the judging board. And he, he sent a, a very rough cut. That's what the, the can, the can cut is. So, uh, thinking that, down. like, he sent it in thinking, like, there was no way that they were going to let it in. Wow. But, like, they were just like, oh, yeah, no, we love it. We want you to come premiere. We want you to, we want you to come put in competition here. And he's just like, well,
1: shit. My job's done. <laughs> How long? How, how long? How long
0: was the can cut? Was it long? The can cut is okay. So the theatrical cut is one hundred and forty. Let's see. Hold on, give me a second. I
1: think it's the theatrical cut is one hundred and forty-four
0: minutes. The can cut is one hundred and sixty-two. So not that much. I mean, eighteen minutes ish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Still. <laughs> the problem is though uh problem is that like a lot of the background because like they try they do like a very condensed version of the first three, of the first three graphic novels in the beginning of the movie yeah. the problem is none of that's none of that's in the can cut so there's oh. literally like no background for any of this wow
1: so everyone's like what the fuck just happened yeah, like, what, like what the fuck like what the fuck is going on mind blown
0: yeah uh so he had a big 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 premiere at can and yeah, it was an unmitigated disaster.
1: I would love to have been there after that. I movie. would have loved to have <laughs> been at that screening. Be like, what, what, what just happened? What's going on?
0: Yeah, uh, this movie had an average score, uh, uh, an average can score of 1.1. 1. 1. <sighs> on a scale of 1 to 5, it averaged 1.1. 1. 1. I think the point one was just the journey to get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're just like, you know what? You tried. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a little bit.
1: We're watching this shit. That's point one. There you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even Callaud like, perfectly just like, yeah, you know what? We thought we could pull it off. I was wrong. I was so wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Man, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the,
1: so, the, the movie does feel Lynchian, though.
0: But a after, little bit, though. But after the can cut, Universal just like, yeah, no, we're not we're not distributing this movie. So like they pulled out for US distribution. They they distributed internationally but not in the US. They had to go to another one, Samuel Goldwyn picked it up for the US distribution of the film. Uh again, and comparative to its budget, it is one of the biggest bombs in movie history because on a budget of 17 million, this made a grand total of $275,000 at the box Sorry, $375,000 at the box office. Oof.
1: Well, but we've been known to review some stinkers, man. Uh, check out the Adventures of Pluto Nash. Yeah, but now
0: here, here's what the movie is actually sort of about. Oh, by the way, I forgot that we forgot to mention. So yeah, uh, he tried to get my money to to finish this for theater, for to finish the editing and special effects for the actual cut. Didn't work. <laughs> so he actually had to turn to like college art students to try and like. Put some put some of these special <laughs> effects together, which is why the special effects like don't look very good. Jesus, oh man. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, hey, um,
1: what what a thing to put on your resume, though. I mean, for yeah. those guys. What, but this, this is kind of like his. And I don't, I'm not I'm not saying it's like anywhere near the
0: level of, of that film. It's kind of like his Blade Runner because this movie that he goes back, keeps tinkering with. Like for example, like the Justin Timberlake narration is like relatively new. Yeah. Like that. Like that came along with the uh, latest Blu-ray release of the film. Uh, but. Basic. What this movie is basically about, what it basically is, essentially is. And bear with me, folks. It's essentially a
1: retelling
0: of the story of Revelation in modern time, which Revelation, which they reference a lot in the movie. Book of
1: Revelation, yeah, I mean, end of it's, time. It's
0: the last book of the Bible, yeah,
1: the end in of which the days. you know, Roland,
0: you know, uh, Roland is uh, Jesus, while Sean is the Antichrist. There's like this pregnant woman in in the Book of Revelation. This Mandy Moore, uh, Box and, uh the uh, sh- the uh, Marty is you know, the angel of death. The guy at the ice cream truck again, pale horse, ice cream. The ice cream truck, ice cream truck is white. Uh, there's like a lot of biblical symbolism that happened that happened in this movie. And that that
1: thing and, of that Adam was, was just that was just a thing that i just thought of that instantly popped into my head man yeah
0: but well, yeah that, that's the reason why biblical, like, biblical symbolism like huge in this film and that's i think what it's going for like it is kind of just, like a big like modern retelling of the story of, Re- of revelation which look i will say this i don't like this movie very much i think it tries look but i can't i
1: can't say this it tries to do something nah. That's more than you. We, we reviewed other movies, obviously, that you could tell we that reviewed, haven't we to put in no effort whatsoever. I mean, at least the effort's here. I, I will give kudos to that. The effort, um, the ambitions there. The uh, the problem is, I think he's just trying to do too much. The execution, just yeah. Execution. I feel like there's there's
0: too there's too many plot lines, too many characters. Like the whole like aspect with the three graphic novel prequels need to like need to see this movie to make sense. I don't. I think it's just it's. I think
1: it's just a stupid idea that's almost like catching a biblical reference from the mother uh aronofsky's mother do you know what i mean yeah. i mean because that 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 was funny because when i was watching it you really weren't thinking of it like you thought about it but then after like people were like talking about all oh, your yeah, biblical references you're like holy shit, yeah like you know what i mean kind of like the same thing with us watching it you know what i mean the first time and you went back and, and deep dove again um and, and picked up like kind of that that biblical you know what i mean oh yeah for sure yeah uh, but yeah, so uh, Russell, final thoughts on Southland Tales? I'm just kind of eh, about it. I really, there's really, I, I don't know, really know what to say. You know, what I mean, it's one of these movies you just have to watch and experience. Um, kind of what we said. You now he takes a chance. Uh, I think that that in itself is uh, commendable. Um, I think it just does fall a little flat just because of the fact of he's again trying to pack too much in a two-hour twenty twenty-minute movie. Um, it, it's just hard, especially when there's we don't have. Any clear, concise direction of where we want to go with this, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of just you know, multiple storylines and um, the meshing of them trying to come together to form one whole entire uh plot of a film, or a, you know what I mean, to have some kind of purpose for the film. Uh, I think it just kind of falls on its face, but kind of what you said, though, I think it's one of those ones where. You know, it's on. Like I said during during the review, I, th- I think it's kind of almost like Lynchian t- kind of too. You yeah. know, you go you go back, rewatch something, and 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 uh, and gather different meanings out of it. But yeah, it, it's a. We've we've seen worse. This is this is far from a great movie, but we've seen worse.
0: Yeah, like this me is bad, but I admire the try. Like I yeah. understand. Like upon looking. Upon looking further into it, I understand what he's trying to say. I don't think he does a good job of saying it. Yeah, but I think I think I understand what he's trying to say. I think there's, I, there's there's too many characters, too many plot lines, too many things that could just have been cut. Like Justin Timberlake could have been cut as movie, could have been cut as movie entirely.
1: Didn't need him. He he, he would not have uh, you know drove the plot at all. Would have changed anything about the movie. No, no, yeah. Like I think I think he like, you you could
0: condense this more, focused up, trim a lot, trim a lot of this. You could definitely
1: tighten it up. Yeah, tighten it up. You, you actually could have had something pretty interesting. But, I mean, this does feel like a, almost almost like, I would even say like a cloud atlas. I think I, I said that during our uh, commentary, just because... It does,
0: it does feel kind of cloud atlas-esque. I'll give you that. Uh, but, um,
1: yeah, I mean, kudos for trying. Like I said, um, it's just one of the ones that just, did, just didn't resonate, just didn't stick. Yeah. Now, but now before we go, uh, let's get into some more ticks. Oh, here we go. What <laughs> you, you, you got? Let's go. Let me, see. Let me see. what I got here. I gotta go back to live action text. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? This is really easy. I'm gonna right. I'll start you off with an easy one. Yeah. Right. Austin Powers, Dr. Evil. Uh oh, Dr. Evil. It's the yeah. fucking
0: the hand the, the corn, pinky mouth thing.
1: Yep. Um all right, how about this one? This is a this is a good one. Okay, here we go. How about um Back to the Future? There's, we got I got three of them. All right, so let's let's start with Marty McFly. Marty McFly's tick, and this is like really somebody really trying to to pull for one though. Oh, to, oh, oh it, it, it's a stretch. It is a little bit. <coughs> you just, let me just read it, it to it. you. Yeah, go ahead. He sleeps on either his side or his stomach with an arm behind his back. Oh, interesting. I, room mean, room
0: I mean, I mean, at, 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 at the stretch, but okay.
1: Now this one's a little bit. This one's a little bit more doable. All right, how about George McFly's tick?
0: Oh, oh, that's a good one. What's his What's his take?
1: He has a habit of shaking his hand in the air. Damn it, you're right. All right, all right. How about? Oh, that's that's kind of an easy one too. How about Doc Brown? Doc Brown's. Yeah, it's not what okay. he would. Huh? Is is, is it like is it the wide eyes? Nah, it's pretty much. It's it's like a grandiose gesture with his arms. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But but still wide eyed though. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, I like this. How about Calvin Candy of Django and Chain?
0: Is it the smoking the long cigarette?
1: Uh-uh. Damn it. What is it? He tends to bang on whatever hard surfaces in front of him, or clap if there isn't one, for emphasis when speaking. Mm,
0: you're right. He does do that. I don't yeah, you're right. All right, let's see what we got here.
1: How about what, Harry what? Potter? How did you find? Did you like look up movie ticks? <laughs> I did while we were talking. You knew I was. I, I was thinking about it. I'm just like, well, there has to be some. All right, how about Harry Potter, Voldemort? Uh, let's
0: see. Is Voldemort the scream?
1: No, it's a neck roll that Harry takes on when their minds are melted. I, that's. Oh
0: like, yeah, I I, I know what you're talking about The whole this thing.
1: Yeah, then uh, Hermione. Hermione's tick,
0: huh? Good.
1: Eyebrows dancing up and down with every syllable, sometimes getting out of sync with each other. <laughs> you wa- you're, you're welcome. Never thought about that, but you're so right. You're, you're welcome. By the way, that's going to be something. Uh, let's see.
0: Oh my god, that's so funny. You're right. You're right too.
1: How about okay, Money Python and the Holy Grail, which you could check our review on that. I believe we did it review computer. that. Right? Sir Bedevere. You'll get this one. Damn it! I don't know if I will. Think about it. I, I, you should be able to. No, what is it? So, what does he do when he, when he has to look at something or speak? You know. Oh, like oh, look, look constantly. Them the Ask. That counts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these are a stretch. Like I said, they're not all. Okay. Okay. How about Road to Perdition? Harlan Maguire, Jude Law's character has a habit of doing what? Hmm. Damn it.
0: I just watched it appear recently, too. Shit. What was it?
1: It is a habit of twirling a coin over his fingers in boredom or frustration.
0: That's right. Okay. Well, all right. Well, well, one more. We'll call it a show.
1: All right. Let's see what we got here.
0: So, let's even get this one.
1: All right. Let's do this one, then, because you, you're a big Star Wars guy. Okay. Um, all right. So Star Wars. C-3PO. 3PO. Oh this is this is a general one though. This is, oh, kind is of, this is kind what of stupid about walking with his legs straight. That's what oh, he's like, he's a, yeah. but he's a robot. He's, a, he's he? a robot. He's got no fucking knees. Yeah. Okay, so how about
0: All right, well, all right one, more, one more. One one more real one.
1: Something that Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to s- skip out of this one. All right, how about RoboCop? Let's go RoboCop. 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 Uh, hold on. Yeah, you'll get this one. Yeah, RoboCop Murphy. Murphy. The gun twirl? Gun twirl's one of them, and there's another one, believe it or not. There's another one.
0: Hmm. What's
1: the other one? Dri- driving fast down the ramp in the police parking structure, bottoming out his suspension and scraping the bottom of a car. Uh, that's, not car a that's, that's, that's not a That's not a tick. That's, that's stupid. The gun, twirl, yeah.
0: the gun twirl, The gun twirl. The gun twirl is tick. Okay, but yeah, that, we're, 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 we're going to call it on that one. And, and, and anywho,
1: like I said, some of these people really try to stretch out ticks. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's gonna do it for us today, uh, Russell. We want to our plugs before we hit up. Yeah, Notorious by Chance on Facebook is the group. Go ahead and uh, join that if you haven't. Recommend friends to join so they can get in on the action, uh, where we put polls up for you guys to vote on. Also, uh, YouTube Notorious by Chance.
0: My Twitter is gonna chance underscore ninety one. Check out uh, our other show on you on the YouTube. Uh, I almost forgot the name of it. <laughs> so, like, strong side we talk about football every week.
1: Like, oh, football's over. So I get you got you're
0: good. we don't do it every week. we but we we have some stuff planned for the offseason. Uh we do have one really special episode coming up that I'm so excited. Uh I'm so excited about. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening and we will see you next time.